is the Rise Up Sea Red podcast, all about the Arizona Cardinals and the NFL, featuring insider and outsider perspectives. Enjoy the best hour of Cardinals talk on the web. Now here are your hosts, Jess Root and Seth Cox. Hello, Arizona Cardinals fans, and welcome to the latest edition of the Rise Up Sea Red Podcast, the best hour of Cardinals talk on the web. I'm your host, Jess Root, from CardsWire.com, the USA Today NFL Wire site that covers the Arizona Cardinals. In episode 413, this is a solo pod. We've had two shows this week with Seth, uh, where we talked about um, lots of stuff covering the Arizona Cardinals, free agency signings, the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Um, but this show is going to go. Well, I want to. I want to talk about the projected win totals across the NFL. Um, is kind of how I wanted to go about that because you know, across the we we're now in April and just at the end of March, sports books start started to release the projected win totals for the NFL teams this season. And and Seth and I talked about in a couple of shows ago about how the Cardinals have the lowest projected win total in the NFL, tied with the Hughes Texans. But if you actually look at the betting line, how the Cardinals, uh, I believe the Texans were set at, the both are at five and a half projected wins. That's the over-under. But they are split minus 110 um, in terms of betting. Minus 110, both the over and the under. And, and the Cardinals are plus 110 over and minus 130 under. Essentially, meaning that in terms of betting odds, that they they are projected as to be the worst team in the NFL, which is which is really that's really just that's really distressing when we're just two years out from a playoff appearance, a, a, a team that looked like it was destined to go the distance. Um, then things fell apart after that. The playoff loss, everything last off season, the whole whole season and then new coaching staff and and the hope that they would be better yet in terms of odds makers they don't see it they just don't see it and there's a lot of reasons why Seth and I talked about it on that show uh we discussed the fact that well it's a brand new that rookie head coach rookie coordinators rookie GM a quarterback that's going to miss likely up to half the season we don't know how much Kyler will miss we're we're thinking in between like three and eight games he might miss with his torn ACL they lost, you know, if you look at their defense from last year, they lost J.J. Watt, Zach Allen, and Byron Murphy. Watt retired. The other two left in free agency. Um, they're bet three of their four best players on defense, and they're gone. Um, so the defense isn't going to be better. The offense is gonna, isn't going to be better with Kyler still out. So you have a very pessimistic view. So we get that. But but the purpose of this show is not to, to let the Cardinals, except rather I want to go through the the over-under or the projected win totals for each team in the NFL and kind of give my thoughts um, in terms of whether I think they will exceed or not meet that. What are the best bets for that? Now, um, you can catch my... You, you can find the projected win totals for all 32 teams on Cardswire. I have I have an article that, that posts all of those, at least what they post projected win totals were and the betting lines for both the over and the under. For each team um, on it's on Cardswire, just you know, search the Cardswire projected win totals 2023. You will find that'll come up number one on the Google search, I believe. Hit those up. Um, but the way 
typically on on articles, they typically organize things. They go AFC, then NFC, and the North, South, East, West. So t- let's be honest. Um, the Cardinals, like if you're looking at lists, you always have to, unless they're alphabetical, you have to always have to scroll down to the very, 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 very end. How I'm going to do this is we're going to start with the West. We'll, we'll go NFC, AFC, and and I guess, I guess we'll just kind of go kind of opposite. We'll go from the NFC West, West, East, South, North, and then the AFC West, East, South, North. So going backwards, basically, because that way we get to talk, that way we lead with the team that this podcast is about naturally. So let's go get it started as we look at the the projected win totals. Uh, I believe the the sports book that I used when I posted these were from DraftKings. You can find the DraftKings uh, BetMGM, but all all of them will be roughly the same. But let's look at the projected win totals and. What what are the better bets? Like, kind of, what are the good bets to make for for each team? Let's look at the NFC West first, where we've got the San Francisco 49ers, and their projected win total is eleven and a half, with the over set at plus one ten, and the under set at minus one thirty. Um, for those of you who are novice wage betters, sports gambling is not novices to the to the thing. I, I uh, one of the things that I do do as well in in addition to writing for Cardwire, I do contribute over at Sportsbookwire, our USA Today sports betting site. And you can if if you're new to betting, the types of bets you can get, but essentially it comes down to this. When you look at a line and you have a positive number, it is viewed as a less likely scenario. If you're looking at game lines plus something means like if you're looking at the money line or who wins straight up that means they're the underdog well the minus number if you have a negative number it is the safer bet and therefore you are risking there is less risks and so there is less you can win um like plus 100 even you'd bet 100 to win 100 the payout would be 200 Uh, like minus 110 means you have to wager 110 to win 100 so basically you you get about 91 cents on every dollar one that you win 91 cents on every dollar for a minus 110 and the 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 larger the negative number means the the more certain the outcome or the certain the more certain projection of an outcome and therefore the larger negative numbers it means you have to wager more to win uh, making it a a safer bet, but also a less lucrative bet. While you have the positive numbers, which are the you are going below like fifty percent likelihood of of an outcome happening. So, if we look at the San Francisco Forty ers with the with the over under set at eleven and a half wins, the over at plus one ten and the minus at the, at the and the under at minus one thirty, which basically tells us what does that tell us? It tells us that in terms of in terms of betting, that it is more likely that they will finish with 11 or fewer wins as opposed to 12 or more. Now, the question comes down to what uh, that team is extremely talented, extremely talented, but they do have questions at quarterback. Um, can Brock Purdy repeat what he did in his stretch down late in the season, um, basically just not making mistakes and then letting the talent around him do, do the rest? Um, he's going to enter the season presumably the starter. He will probably ready to go after his elbow surgery that he got got hurt in the NFC Championship game. Trey Lance is the other guy, um, and then they brought in Sam Darnold. They also defensively got better. 
with the addition of, of Javon Hargrave adding. So now you have a defensive line that includes Javon Hargrave, Eric Armstead, and Nick Bosa, and that's basically just not fair, right? They already have the best linebacker, arguably the best linebacker in the NFL, and Fred Warner. Uh, Dre Greenlaw is also pretty tremendous. And so but you have a team that the question mark is a quarterback. The defense is tremendous, and the health of that team. Now, do I... They they play well. Normally, the NFC West is an incredibly competitive division. Um, this year, last year, nah, not so much. You had two playoff teams in the 49ers and the Seahawks, and then the Rams and the Cardinals, which were basically atrocious last season. I, you know, no, in, in terms of a bet, I'm not sure if the 49ers will exceed 11 wins, but with that plus 110, I don't mind that as a bet because it is, it, it, that's kind of be right in that range. But if I were to project them to how many wins they'll get, it'll probably be right at, probably right at about 11, 10, 11, maybe 12. Um, you know, it, let's just, let's say, let's say, 49ers, they're going to get the over. So that that's a lucrative bet. Bet the over. Uh, I think they get 12 wins. 12-5 and five will win the division. The Seattle Seahawks are set their win, projected win totals 8.5 wins and pretty evenly at minus 105 above, minus uh, 115 below that or under that, meaning a slightly more likelihood that they will finish with 8 or fewer wins. Um, Geno Smith returns. Do you believe in Geno Smith? Do you believe in what they're doing? They they added Draymond Jones to the defensive line. They they brought back Jaron Reed. Uh, we'll see who they draft. Uh, Jalen Carter is a, a potential target. If Will Anderson, they may they might draft a quarterback. The question is is do you trust Geno Smith to do what he did last year? That is the first time in his career he's ever done that. Now he was extremely effective and he he was paid as such. Hmm. I, based on the talent they have, based on the fact that Gino did do what he did last year, um, I'm I'm going to say that he's going to kind of kind of repeat that. So, um, eight and a half. Do do I think they'll be an over 500 team or an under 500 team? I think they will win nine or ten games. So I'm going to take the over with the Seahawks. The Rams, they're they're their projected win totals. Was at seven and a half with the over at minus 120 and the under at even money plus 100. This is a tough one. They bring back Matthew Stafford. They still have Aaron Donald, but no more Billy Wagner, no more Jalen Ramsey. They, they, this is a team that appears to be, appears to be rebuilding or trying to rebuild somewhat. And doing it with a veteran quarterback in Matthew Stafford, who missed who missed some time last year, I don't know about like this. This is a team that obviously is talented enough, and if Cooper Cup comes back healthy, then then you're okay. That said, do they get to eight wins? I'm gonna say no. I think that they're they're ceiling. I think they're ceiling this year that they're. I think seven wins is probably about what they get. Six or seven wins. And so I would take the under on this one. Uh, the Cardinals. The Cardinals. Oh, the, the five and a half projected win 
Five and a half tri- projected wins, and you've got the plus 110 on the over, minus 130 on the under. Here's the thing. I love the over on this. Not because I think that the Cardinals are going to be much significantly better. They were they were a four-win team with everything going wrong and things kind of falling apart, and they're moving. We assume they're moving in the right direction. And, you know, if they if that defense is competitive, which I think it will be. I think this is going to be a scrappy, competitive team. Five and a half. So can they get to six wins? That's two wins better than last year. And do I think this team, I, I think high, high end. Like if they if Kyler misses four games and they win one, so they start the season one or three, and then they get 13 games out of Kyler, I think they can go six and seven or seven and six minimum with that. That will put them, you know, at seven or eight wins. They're still not a team that's going to make the playoffs or be over 500. But I do I do really like the over more than anything because of the value. If you get that plus 110, it's only going to take a two-win improvement over last year when last year so much went wrong. And uh, I think our, depending on when Kyler backs hit, it will, it will change things. And I think the offense is going to be better. Um, so let's move on to the, the NFC East. You've got the Eagles as the highest projected win total at 10.5. Then you've got the Cowboys at 9.5. Giants at 7.5. Six, I mean, 8.5. And, and the Commanders at 6.5. The Eagles. Ooh. This is going to be interesting because they've lost so many. Well, actually, they didn't lose as much as we thought. So they brought back Jason Kelsey. They re-signed, Flet- they re-signed Fletcher Cox. They re-signed Darius Slay when they thought they were going to lease him. But they do lose Kaiser White. They lose T.J. Edwards, the linebacker core. They lost their offensive coordinator and their defensive coordinator. But they've got Jalen Hurts. They've got their receiving core. They've got A.G. Brown and, and Devontae Smith. You've got Gallus Goddard. Goddard. That said, that's a lot. So they're at minus one fifty for the over and plus one twenty for the under. I kind of like the under. I, I think they. I think they they regress a bit and they are a ten win team. While actually, what I like are the Cowboys who are over nine and a half. The over for nine and a half is minus one twenty five, and the under is plus one hundred five. That's a team that that last year should have achieved more. Uh, I, I think they will. The NFC East is always is always kind of a mess, and so I I like the I think the Cowboys and the and the Eagles are going to compete there. 10, 11 wins, maybe twelve. I think I think the Cowboys can hit 11, 12 wins this season. The Cowboys, I'm sorry, the Giants at eight and a half. Interesting notes that they they overachieved last year. They made the playoffs, um, and it kind of felt like Brian Dable. Brian Dable got more than he could have gotten. It's about as, as much as he could have gotten out of that roster. Um, and so they're set at 8.5 with the over at plus 105 and the under at minus 125. I do like the under for them. I feel like they overachieved last year and will, and will you know, I, I think they regress a little bit. I'm thinking probably a 7-8 to eight win team. And then you look at the Commanders. Ah, interesting one here because... Because you, you you enter the season with Sam Howell, second year quarterback, or Jacoby Brissett, uh, now competing for the starting job. The over is plus one twenty, and the under is minus one fifty. But they are a if you, Neil Ron Rivera's teams, 
they kind of hover kind of around that 500 mark or a little bit better than that. They're scrappy. They're tough teams. I like the over for this team. I think eight or nine wins is is possible. So we're looking at a a standings for me. If I'm looking right now, I think it's going to go Cowboys, Eagles, Commanders, and then Giants. But it'll they'll, it'll be between kind of seven and 12 wins across the division. Coming up next on the Rise Up Seaward podcast, the best of our Cardinals talk on the web. Let's move on for the rest of the NFC. We'll talk about the NFC South and the NFC North. That's coming up next on Rise Up Seaward. We're back on the Rise Up Seaward podcast, the best of our Cardinals talk on the web. We look at the NFC South next, where the it is actually the Saints who have the highest projected win total in the division at 9.5, followed by the Falcons, 7.5, the Panthers also 7.5, and, and then the, the Buccaneers at 6.5. The quarterback position is is really less than ideal in this uh, um, in this division because you had Tom Tom Brady retiring um, with the Saints. The he still have <laughs> you still got the post Drew Brees whole situation. Uh, the Falcons who moved on from Marcus Mariota because you know basically you know. But Derek Carr is now the starting quarterback for the Saints, which gives them kind of the leg up. The Panthers are going to have a rookie quarterback because they have the first overall pick. It's interesting that their 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 projected win total is right there at at seven and a half. Um, Frank Reich uh, adding doing some good things to the coaching staff. They they traded up to the first overall pick. They're going to get. It feels like C.J. Stroud is the guy. Um, and we'll kind of go from there. The Falcons, do they? What are they going to do a quarterback? Um, Baker Mayfield. The, I mean, you got Taylor Heineke and Desmond Ritter. The Falcons, you Baker Mayfield for the Buccaneers. Ooh. Todd Bowles has de- dealt a, a tough hand. Um what they do offensively with Baker Mayfield. Uh, I think the Bucks probably the Bucks are pro- probably a a 6 team, so I go under on that. The Panthers with a rookie quarterback. Their 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 line is minus 120 in the over, but plus 100 the other. I still think I think plus 100. I'm going to go under on that. 6-7 wins. Bucks with five or six wins. The Falcons, I don't know. They're minus 120 under, plus 100 over. I think they're probably, they they might be an eight-win team, but I'd still think six, seven wins with the Saints. That division is not going to be fun, but um, here's the thing. I think we've got the Saints at nine and a half over is plus 105 and the under is minus 25. I think the rest of the division helps them out. Take the Saints on the over and get those positive odds at plus 105. Take the Falcons under seven and a half minus 120. I'm going to go even money plus 100 under on the on the Panthers and also under on the Bucks at minus 110. And then we go to the NFC North where the, the Lions have the highest projected win total in the division at nine and a half, followed by the Vikings at eight and a half, and both the Bears and the Packers at seven and a half. The Lions with minus 150 over nine and a half. They made strides last year. 
Um, they're, I think they're going to improve. Dan Campbell's got them in the right direction. Jared Goff doesn't have to do much. I, I think this is a 10-11 win team, so take the over on the Lions. That's it's not a good value at minus 150. It's right there on the edge of what you want to do. The Vikings, over 8.5. Yeah, they're going to be a 9-10 win team. That's kind of what Kirk Cousins' teams always are. The Bears, over, uh, they've got a 7.5 is minus 120 on the over, plus 100 on the under. You know, even with with the things that they've done, they still, I don't know. I don't think they've done enough. I, I, I like the under on this one for plus 100. And the Packers as well, under 7.5 at minus 150, assuming assuming that, that Aaron Rodgers' trade does eventually happen. If, if Aaron Rodgers somehow is playing for the Packers in 2023, jump all day. In fact, maybe in terms of a, a nice little hedge, if if you don't want to do you want to do if you want to bet the packers on the over with the just on on the hedge on a hunch that that Aaron Rodgers doesn't go anywhere that's an easy bet but and because one, if once he's once he's traded or if once there's news he doesn't get traded those odds that the line is going to change drastically um so if if you kind of get the hint if you kind of get the feeling that, that Rodgers ultimately isn't going to go anywhere, go ahead and hit that over on, on the Green Bay. Coming up next on the Rise of Sea red podcast, the best our Cardinals talk on the web. We'll move on to the AFC West and the AFC East. What do we like in the other conference? That's coming up next on Rise of Sea red We're back on the Rise of Sea red podcast, the best our Cardinals talk on the web. The AFC West, uh, always competitive, but it sh- shouldn't have been more. It should have been more competitive last year, but it wasn't. So you got the Chiefs at 11 and a half, uh, the highest projecting total split over and under minus 110. The Chargers are set at 9.5 with the over at minus 125 and under at plus 105. Broncos, 8.5, minus 110 each way. And then the Raiders, 7.5 with the over at plus 120 and the under at minus 150. Uh, the Raiders. Jarrett Stidham, he the answer? No, Jim's not even on the roster anymore. <laughs> they have Jimmy Garoppolo and Perhaps they're going to trade up and get a quarterback. Jimmy Garoppolo, here's here's a sneaky thing. Garoppolo's a winner. He's not going to... If you look at his record in San Francisco... Now, granted, San Francisco was kind of the perfect place for him because he had all the tools around him. But let, let's look at some of the tools. You've got Josh Jacobs at running back. you got... He's still got Darren Waller. You've got Devontae Adams. So he's got an offensive... He's got a, an offensive trio that rivals what he had in in San Francisco it's just a matter of the defense um he's pretty solid I I you know he's not going to win you a Super Bowl but he can get you there as he's proven um so uh, yeah let, let, let's let's hit the over on that I think they could get to eight or nine I don't know if they're a playoff team but they can get to eight or nine wins I, I think you could do that get the plus 120 this nice positive odds with the Broncos um Sean Payton new head coach Russell Wilson comes back <laughs> Vic Fangio Vance Joseph, rather, their defensive coordinator. They're set at eight and a half wins. Um, Cardinals fans don't love Vance Joseph, but they have some personnel that you'll like. Um, if Zach Allen joins them over there, they had a very good defense last year. And now 
you get Russell Wilson and, and a coach, a coach with a history of playoffs. So eight and a half wins. I like the over on that, nine, ten. I think they will compete for a wild card. Um, and the Chargers, the Chargers, I don't know what to think of them. They're, they're at minus 125 on the over. Can you ever trust the Chargers? You've got Justin Herbert, you've got a team you like, but that team just never, just always underachieves. I, I, I say they hit nine wins, so go with the under. And the Chiefs, they got 11 and a half. They're going to win that division. They've got Patrick Mahomes, barring any injury to Mahomes. Uh, be interesting to see. They still don't have a top receiver, but if they trade for DeAndre Hopkins, which is kind of like for Cars fans, we would love to see happen, right? We'd love to you know trade him for number pick number sixty three, kind of go from there. And yeah, it, you feel like the Chiefs are kind of locked in for for twelve thirteen wins every year, right? Um, kind of, it feels like their 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 floor is eleven, right? Their floor. So if their floor is 11 and there's the, the unders, and you've got your projected win total 11 and a half, that means what you're expecting them is to be better than 11 wins. I like the over there. Um, the AFC East, uh, very bunched up. you got the Bills at 10 and a half, Jets and Dolphins at 9 and a half, and the Patriots at 7 and a half. Of course, the Jets' projected win total is, is very much leaning on and betting on uh, Aaron Rodgers. Going to the team, the Bills uh, they're at minus one third, one, minus one forty to go over ten and a half with the unders plus one fifteen. I think that's very reasonable, especially they are in the mix for DeAndre Hopkins supposedly as well. I think they're going to be an eleven and twelve win team. So let's let's hit the over on that. The Jets also, I like the over on them. I like the over on them, uh, assuming Aaron Rodgers comes. I like what. They did defensively last year. Their their issue was the quarterback position. Um, their defense was fantastic. They they didn't get enough from either Mike White or or Zach Wilson. But you put Aaron Rodgers on that team with their offensive skill players with Garrett Wilson, and then you've got the defense that they have that they built with Robert. So that's that's a team that's gonna that's gonna compete with the Jets uh, with the with the Bills. To be honest, the Dolphins interesting. It's plus 100 on the over, 9.5, and, and the under is minus 120. And if this comes down to Tua, right? Can Tua stay healthy? He hasn't shown yet in the pros. He hasn't shown it in college. I, I'm, I'm taking the under on the Dolphs. And in the Pats, at 7.5 wins, do you do you think that Mac Jones can make them better than that? I 8-9 wins. Uh... This is one I'm not too certain of, but I'll, I'll, I'll say, uh, you know, I have a bad team of vision. I don't know if the Dolphins are going to be bad. They can be bad. They don't have Tua, but, oh, heck, let's let's go with the under on the Patriots. Let's go with the under. Coming to next to the Rise of Zero podcast, the best our Cardinals talk on the web. We've got the final division we're going to go over, the AFC South and the AFC North. That's coming to next to the Rise of Zero you're back on the Rise of Sea Red podcast of SR Cardinals talk on the web. Uh, AFC South. You got the Jaguars, 10.5. Titans, 7.5. Colts, 6.5. And, and the Texans at 5.5. Um, the Jags, they look they look like they're going in the right direction, right? They look they looked fantastic last year. They made improvements. Trevor Lawrence looks like a franchise quarterback. 
interestingly enough, the line is like this. It's it's under ten and a half is minor ones minus one forty, and the overs plus one fifteen. I'm going over on this one. I think they get eleven, twelve wins this year. I think they continue their success. The Titans. Um the Titans. It's gonna be interesting to see. They're they're a team that, that have been rumored to be a quiet kind of a sleeper to look ahead at the in trading up, right? And but that said, they with Ryan Tannehill there, they kind of they they've kind of been right there. You know, they they're always in the mix. Even though it's plus one one oh five on the over that that's very appealing odds. Give me give me the over. When I nine wins, I think nine wins is is reasonable for them, plus one oh five. Uh the Colts, six and a half. Um, they get Shane Steichen as their new offensive coordinator, but they need a, they need a quarterback. Um, are they going to draft someone? That, that's kind of what they, that's kind of the, kind of the plan. But they're the fourth pick. They they could get leapfrog. So the Cardinals with third pick kind of control the draft right now because especially you know, Anthony Richardson. If the Seahawks, the Raiders, the Titans. The Lions want to trade up, but right now their their quarterback's Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew is kind of electric, but he's so volatile as a player. He's volatile. Um, the interestingly enough, they're at minus one forty for the over, plus one fifteen for the under. Um, I'm going. I'm pegging them for five or six wins in their first year with Steichen. So, plus one fifteen. The Texans at at five and a half wins with minus one ten for the over and the under. Interesting. They're they're going to have a rookie quarterback. Do they get to six wins? I think they can. I think they get six or seven wins. Let's go the over on them. We look at the the AFC North to wrap things up. The AFC North. You've got the Cincinnati Bengals eleven and a half wins. The Browns nine and a half wins. The Steelers eight and a half, and the Ravens eight and a half. Interesting stuff over there. The Bengals, they are minus 105 over, minus 115 under. You know, that's a competitive division. I think 11 wins wins the division. So I think they're, they're, they could be better, but I think the division is going to be tough, so I think they're going to hit 11 wins. So I, I like the under for the Bengals. The Browns with Deshaun Watson returning. Sneaky like them, sneaky like them, um, at ten wins. So give me the over for plus one fifteen. Then uh, the Ravens. Uh, I'm gonna jump. I'm gonna skip over the the Steelers. Go to the Ravens who are at uh, eight and a half. The overs minus one twenty five. If Lamar Jackson is back, hit that over. I think that that division is gonna be crazy. And then the Steelers, hmm, I'm not. T.J. Watt makes them so good defensively. I don't. I don't know if we like Kenny Pickett yet. Give me the under for the Steelers. Seven, eight wins. Ravens are going to be looking at ten-ish wins. The Browns, ten wins. The Bengals. So I think the Bengals, Browns, and Ravens are all going to dogfight for that division. Absolutely. And so, yeah, and that that kind of takes us through the the win totals. The win totals for this show, this is episode 413. Seth and I will be back 
recording on a Tuesday night. Um, this is the Rise of Sierra podcast. Thanks for listening as always. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of the Rise Up Sea Red podcast. Listen to previous episodes and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Audioboom, or many other podcast platforms so shows are delivered directly to your mobile device. Please give the show a five-star rating and always support the sponsors who support the show. We'll be back soon for the best hour of Cardinals talk on the web. Rise up Red Sea, be Red Sea Red, and of course, rise up Sea Red.